three, two, one. Hello and welcome everyone to the No Outlet Podcast. And folks, one more time, we do have a first, the very first sponsored triathletes are on the No Outlet Podcast. Team Everyday Boost is here with us. They are getting ready for the prestigious Pumpkin Man triathlon that happens every year for the past 16 years in beautiful South Berwick, Maine. Um, and, you know, when I think about doing a, a, a triathlon, the first thing I think of is that's three different sports, right? That's a lot. That's, that's the tri part. But then I think about what kind of training goes into being able to complete a triathlon. And that made me think, well, <clears throat> I have to talk to people that are actually doing that. So, um, uh, guys, uh, I, I want to let you know I, I took this opportunity to, to write a song. I I wrote a song for you. Um, I, I mean, look, again, it's a first. I take these seriously, and I wanted to make sure that we didn't let the moment pass us by. So here we go. Gonna do a sporting event. No, I'm gonna do three sporting events. I'm gonna run, bike, and I'm gonna swim. That's right. I'm a triathlete. Which one, you ask? I'm going to the pumpkin man. What the hell is a pumpkin man? I don't know. I'm gonna do it. Are you gonna drown? I hope not. Are you gonna wipe out on your bike? I really hope not. How much do you run? Let's figure it out. We're gonna go on a journey and learn all about what it takes to be a triathlete. There you go. Wow. Bravo. It took me a long, a long, long time to to write that. Um, so without any further ado, uh, they're usually on the show talking about how they're fixing, um, you know, poorly applied stain or uh, floors that are about to fall apart or creating bathrooms out of thin air or repainting rooms that feel like some type of place where you'd be kidnapped, turning it into a Zen room. These guys have done it all when it relates to home improvement, home restoration, but now they're here on the show to talk about training for a triathlon, so please give a warm, no-outlet welcome to Matt and Amelia. Woo-hoo. Crowd's going crazy. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Welcome. So, Okay, do you want to say one thing? Okay, go for it. It's a sprint triathlon. It's a sprint. I just want to make sure people, yeah, it's not as long as a triathlon. It's a sprint version of. Okay. But here's the thing. What you're doing is you're ruining the whole show. That's what you're doing. Because <laughs> you are supposed to be triathletes. You're sponsored. And then you come in. The very first thing you say, I haven't even asked a question. And you're downgrading the triathlon that you're no, doing. Like That's not so, the idea so of the show. So hard. It's still so hard. I'm doing a face palm right now. I'm doing <laughs> Thank a face you. palm. I just didn't want to be a phony. Well, let the let the viewers uh, and listeners of this show determine if you're a phony or not. Don't don't come okay. out and say yeah. you're a phony. Just let That's them true. figure it out. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, first and most obvious question: What made you want to do a triathlon? It was one a.m. on January first of this year and Amelia was asleep and I was on my phone and I was like making commitments for the year. And I was like, you know what we should do this year? 
we should do a triathlon. And I signed us up that night, and I told her in the morning. Are you being yep. serious? Oh, yes, yeah, that's, that's serious. That's exactly what happened. I yep. love that. There's no better time to sign up for a triathlon than one in the morning on New Year's Day. <laughs> Amen. That's what I, I thought. I think that's amazing. And well, I, obviously, I got the we got the early bird special. I mean, if you want to sign up now, you're paying twice as much. So we were we were one of the, we were an early adopter of Pumpkin Man 2022. That's that's called strategy. Uh, now, have, have right. either one of you uh, done a triathlon before? No, no. Okay, that's fine. I mean, but you still were able to get <laughs> you you were able to get sponsorships. Um, that's the thing, right? I mean, pretty pretty good. That's that's impressive. All right, so Matt. Matt's yes. like a good swimmer, though. Okay. Because so, he's a scuba person. Okay. So it helps to be a scuba person. Yeah. I like you it. You know, you'd think, it, you'd think it does. I think it gives me comfort in the water, but one thing that I've quickly realized is that there's a difference between being able to, like, survival swim and mm-hmm. swim and swim long distance, right? And, and in reality, it's all in the breathing, and that's really what we're learning about right now. Oh, that's interesting. So basically, if you're like, if it's a life and death situation, you're going to be able to swim. Whereas if you're just kind of mutzing around, it's like it might not be as easy. Or are you saying that because you can control it, it becomes easier by slowing your breaths down? Well, I'm going to guess that once we have our breathing down, it will be easier, but I'm finding it immeasurably harder. I mean, if you think about it, if you were to jump in a pool and do like, just a, you know, I guess what we call a freestyle stroke, which is just sort of the forward swimming. If you're me, you would have pretty much had your head above water the whole time, right? I mean, I'm just kind of swimming forward with my head up and breathing. But when you're swimming long distance, there is a, a, you know, a strategy to having your face in the water most of the time and then pulling your head up and taking a breath, which I'm sure we've all seen, right? Either on TV or in, in lap swimming in pools. But that practice of breathing while you're swimming is much harder than um i initially had uh, had thought i think and so but it is once you get it down i think you could probably swim um huge distances it's just learning how to do that properly that is taking all the time i mean to me it looks super difficult to be honest like when i see somebody turning their head and it just gets right above the water line and the mouth is open my first thought is all that water is going to go in their mouth. It's going to go in their lungs. Right. Oh yeah. Oh, and it does. And it does. Yeah. 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 So before, I mean, I'm sure it doesn't in, in the end, but I, the, what we're finding and what I were sort of learning through YouTube, as we learn how to do basically everything that we that share crazy? in your podcast yeah. um, is uh, that if you, you know, um, don't breathe enough, right. Then you're, then you're low on oxygen. But if you hold your breath, um, you actually get a buildup of carbon dioxide and your body sinks that you need oxygen when you actually don't. So there's this really fine balance between breathing up and not breathing out too much um, and then taking a breath at the right time. It's, there's, it's actually kind of a pretty incredible art form. You know, you think about your legs are your largest muscle group that you're using and you really don't want to use them much. It's kind of counterintuitive because if you do, you're using more oxygen. I feel like I'm learning more about my body just by doing this and kind of the nuance of it than in any other sport I've ever done. That's really interesting. So what is the distance that you swim for the pumpkin man? So 700 meters. 700 meters. It's about about a third of a mile. Okay. Which is much longer than what your brain does in your head. Because like a third of a mile, because you run so much further than you normally swim. 
So like when you sing a third of a mile, it feels like, oh, it's nothing. And then you see it in a pond or a lake and you're like, it's the entire like the entire distance. Yeah, no, yeah. actually, if you think of, so if you ever get on a treadmill, right, and you just do like a 3.1 speed or just a normal walking speed, you know, you can do a mile in like whatever it is, 19 minutes, right? So you right. take a third of that right. and you say, okay, well, that's, let's just do gorilla math and say, all right, so six and a half, seven minutes. But, yep. and then you say, okay, well, are you swimming faster than you're walking? It's probably close. So, I mean, mm. I mean, isn't the swimming portion going to be right around eight to 10 minutes? Is that right? Well, 20. if you were swimming, if you were able to sort of freestyle swim yeah. and breathe continuously, yeah, it would probably be around there or maybe a little bit longer. I think that even with our training that we're doing now, I'm going to guess that there will still be periods where we're probably doing backstroke to take a short break. Sure. Um, so I, I could see it taking us somewhere between 20 and 30 minutes. Yeah. That's my, that's my guess. Okay. That's my guess. Well, I was, I was going to say even shit, eight minutes of swimming sounds like a lot of fucking swimming. You know what I mean? Like yeah. That's, oh, yeah. And dude, it is all the breathing. It's, it's all the breathing. All the breathing. It, wow. it, it really is. Um, so if you think so, we're at the, we're going to the works in Summersworth for our training and they have a, just a standard, lap pool and it's about it's about 11 full laps of the of the pool but then you got to think you're in open water right because it's in it's in a pond in south Berwick, and we have done some swimming recently in open water and it's definitely a different animal even in a still pond as right. opposed to a pool so before this race then or when you get <clears throat> to this race what's the longest distance that you've you've swum previously before this yes yeah, or so, before the actual race well let's just say you know, be, have you ever, not including 700 meters that you're about to do, what's the longest distance that you've been actively saying, okay, I'm going to go for a swim. I'm going to swim to that point. Like, are we talking 40 yards, 50 yards? Like, what's the longest you've actually Mine is 300 meters. Okay. Because of the scuba test. Yeah. And mine was, because right, right, I did, right. I went a little further. Mine was, mine was 400. So we've each done, we've done yeah. three and 400 meters. Wow. Before. Okay. And do you, do you wear the same outfit that you then jump on a bike for, or is it a totally, is it, do you whip it off because it's soaking wet and jump on, get, get new clothes? You get a new outfit. Totally. Yeah. You have, you have a whole new outfit. You change. Hmm. Yeah. Everybody asks you who you're wearing, what designer, you know, you walk the runway. It's really, that's supposed to be great. Well, that sounds like the fun part right there. So. Oh, totally. All right. So, so you do, you do the, you do the swim, then you jump off, you get into a new uniform you jump onto your bike and then you start biking. And how far do you bike for? 15 miles. Okay. And that seems like, honestly, like even though that's a long way to bike, compared to 700 meters of swimming, that sounds like, oh, thank God. I can jump yeah. on a bike. It'll be like an hour and a half bike ride. Okay. And what type of bike are, are you guys? I'm picturing like a Pee Wee Herman bike for you, Amelia, something like that. Or... <laughs> okay, literally. So this is the scary part. We don't own bikes yet. Okay. Okay. And your sponsor can't so, help you out with that, huh? Uh, not currently at this moment in time, okay. but I, um, um, I'll reach out to her. You might... <laughs> um, but I do. I got gifted so uh, Devin. Yes. She has a bike. Okay. She said that she would let me use her bike. Okay. And her bike is actually a really nice bike. And then we got to get uh, Matt a bike on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. I also just want to say shout out to 
uh, Ethan Jules Pound the Coal, who did almost 100 miles on a mountain bike. Oh, yeah, we found out. So that made me feel like, all right, we got this. Yeah. As she said, slow and steady wins the race. That's, that's right. all yeah. that we're going for right Slow and steady is uh, that's, that's the mentality. That's going to be our name of the game right that's now. That's right. Yep. That's right. So uh, is there a – speaking of slow and steady finishing the race, I think there are, if I'm not mistaken, hundreds of people that sign up for this uh, triathlon. Yeah. Oh, so – yeah, so many. It's yeah, a pretty popular I think that actually almost a 1,000. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah, I think the website huge, said 650. Which is wow. yeah, that's it's a, a lot of people. Idea. So with yeah, six hundred people, six hundred fifty people in the field, you guys are coming in. You know, uh, first timers. A your number one goal, obviously, just to finish. But do you actually yeah. have? Yeah. Do you have any set like it would be great to finish the whole thing in this amount of time? No, I think my goal. I'll speak for myself first. Is to feel like I am not dying the whole time i think that if i can feel confident and like yes tired obviously but not like i'm puking at every like interchange of things not feeling like i can't make it not feeling like i have to walk like feeling like i'll finish but i'll be tired that's where i'm at with the goal so you want to be in control of the triathlon yeah like before i get into triathlon i want to have the ability to swim farther than I would bike farther than I would and run farther than I would like before I actually do it. So it really doesn't matter to you. Like at the end of this thing, if you were contestant number 650 to cross, as long as you crossed and you felt like you were in control on the swim, did a good job on the biking. I mean, the 5k is going to be a piece of cake for you guys, but that's the last yeah. thing is long, so, and then you'd feel like, all right, I mission accomplished. Like I got it. That's mine. Yeah. What do you yep. think? I totally, I completely agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I, I have a feeling that we're going to actually really enjoy this and start doing this. This is just a guess and start doing this more often. And then I'm sure we'll start setting, um, you know, goals um, that are beyond just being in control. But I, I would say that if we can feel good about um, our personal work here for a first timer, I think that's a huge, a huge one. And we, we will definitely, we've agreed, we were definitely going to be sticking together for the whole thing um, as a team. Okay, so I was actually, you just touched on a couple of questions. So the first one is, um, were you going to look for more events? And when I thought about, you know, doing this, I'm like, what a cool way to do, like, vacations. Like, if you did this and then say, like, next, you know, in the fall or next summer or whenever, the spring, you're like, hey, wouldn't it be cool to go to Vermont and do this sprint triathlon um, or maybe even a real triathlon, but you could like go and like yeah. make a weekend out of it and just go and have fun. Like to me, that's the best kind of vacation when you're going to do something like that, because it's not just going and like sitting around for a weekend, you're going and you're yeah. there, but you're actually, you're, you're accomplishing a, a feat. I, I love that. Totally agree with that. Yeah. I have a feeling that once we get good at swimming and as long as we're in general, shape these things are going to be a piece of cake in the future unless we're trying to you know really play yeah this might be the roughest one yeah this will be i think this will be, think this will be the roughest one well we're we are essentially learning how to swim yeah. learning how to long distance swim yep. um which is kind of a funny thing to think about doing at this point in our yeah. lives but it's real so let's i we're making a joke about it but i, I just want to put some qualifiers around what's the difference between a sprint triathlon and a triathlon yeah. it's a great question uh, I mean, I think in practice, so it is every, every um, event is uh, much shorter. So 
Um, you know, I could, I don't know exactly what a competitive triathlon would be, but I, let's just take an Ironman. Let's go to the opposite end of the spectrum, right? Yep. And say, because Ironman triathlons, I think, unless, and there are ultra Ironmans and things like that, but generally that's the other side of the distance. I mean, we're, I think those are like three mile swims. They are hundred mile bikes and then it's a marathon to run. So that's obviously not where we would be going for this, but I'm guessing that a regular triathlon is probably somewhere somewhere in the middle of those two things. Think about that. At the end of it, then you're running a, mar- a full-on marathon. Dude, I, I knew people that did um, Ironman, and they do that for vacation, which is wild. But I can't even – yeah, you've just swam a mile. Sometimes they're in the open ocean, right? So you have wave action, the whole thing, which is I can't even, I can't even imagine that. Then you do a 100-mile bike. And then you run a marathon. I mean, these people are just animals. Is this Iron Man? Yeah, talking about Iron Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, crazy. Oh, my God. Um, but you know what? It's amazing. Um, human capacity is way beyond, I think, what we ever give ourselves credit it's for. all on your brain. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. David Goggins. Be hard. Stay hard. You ever hear of that guy? <laughs> you, know David, you know David Goggins? I don't know him. Okay. No. You got to check out David Goggins. David Goggins was this guy. He was in the Navy. And he was way oh, overweight. Oh, the, the guy who runs like a hundred miles and goes, get out, get out. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's had like collapsed oh, yeah. lungs in the middle of a hundred mile yeah. race, and he'll just keep running. It's like you, you're not hard enough. Yeah. You gotta stay hard. Yeah, he's uh, it's he's so a nut. mental. It's all so much mental. mental. I mean, I think they call it. A, this is my guess. I haven't looked this up, but I'm guessing they call it a sprint triathlon because if you are a triathlete, you are basically you're not pacing yourself on this one, right? Like you are, you're going hard. Yeah. You're sprinting in all three events. And some, some people even say it's harder because you're going so much fast, faster than right. you would a uh, triathlon. For us, we'll be going at standard triathlon speed. Um, <laughs> Head above water. Head above water. Amelia, what you just said, that's what you should have led with. It's harder than a real triathlon because you're going That's faster. Right. I know. Can you just cut it? Get your management team to cut the no, beginning. We, just, we go raw. There's no cutting on this show. I know. Yeah. We're, we're, we do it live. We do it live. So we have Fuck it, we do it live. Yeah. What'd you say? So, so we had a training tonight. Oh, okay. Well, hold on. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Hang on to that thought. I want okay. to go back to something that Matt said. Matt said that we're all together. Now, I understand that Team Everyday Boost has four members. Is that true? Uh, it now has two members. Wait, oh. did we lose members? Well, it was Pete. Oh, no, Pete is doing it. No, he's not. He said he was yesterday. He fully is committed to me twice yesterday. And, folks, this he is did. what a top-flight triathlon team looks like. Uh, people not sure if they're doing it. <laughs> he can still be in. Okay, so let's yeah, just think- let's, – let's, Let's just say for a moment that there's four people. Let's just for the sake yeah, – right. I, I like that. Because the okay. question is if it were – if there were two of you, I know for sure you guys would stick together. But the question is, if there's four of you, and let's say one of you two or anybody else is really feeling it, like they just wailed on the swimming, the bike's feeling good, are you guys really going to just stay side by side the whole way? Or if someone's feeling it, is the other person going to say, go for it? So if, if it was all of us, I would, I would say go for it. Yep. But I know even when me and Matt did a 5K together, I said, you finish without me. And he said, no, we're in here as a team. So Matt, I think, would be in the mentality of, why stay together, everyone? One for all, all for one. I and, like that. Uh, that would be the mentality of that. 
I will, that is correct. Yeah. Yep. I would, I think that like, I would not fault a team member for going ahead if they wanted to, but I will stay with the slowest person, which will probably be me. But even if it's not, um, I will, until we get to a place where like, we are like really pushing ourselves and competing. Like this is much more to me about like finishing. finishing together, training together, um, and, and, you know, and sticking together. That's how I see it. Okay. That's good. And Amelia, you were going to say something before I wanted to clarify the every man for himself question. Oh, so I was talking about the training. Yes. Tonight. So you guys did one tonight. Let's did, hear it. So, well, we had one tonight and we were going to do it. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm listening. So it was, we had worked all day. Yep. I was still juicing and all of a sudden the power went off Oh. and I was mid juice and I come in the regular house and he's on a meeting and he gets shut off the meeting. So we're like, Oh no. So we wait a little bit and it's still off. So we call the company and it's going to be almost till seven thirty with power. Oh, no. So we were going to go at 5.45 to fight for an hour at the work. But with the power off and the heat, like there was no AC running. We couldn't put cell in our crate because it was just too hot in here. So we decided to fill up the kiddie pool that we have outside our house. Matt made us some cocktails and we <laughs> sat in our kiddie pool for an hour. Which is basically the same thing. So we pretty much swam for an hour. <laughs> Well, you know what? I mean, look, you, you got to take what the defense gives, right? I mean, there's no way you could have planned that that was going to all it. happen. So you just mentioned, so, so what happens, so you guys, morning of, I think it's what, the, the 10th of September, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah. That's right. yeah. So yep. here we are. Uh, you wake up, and, and by the way, uh, I think since the last time we had you on, you guys have doubled the number of canines you have living in your establishment. You are now, <laughs> that now is twice that... as many. There's a 100% increase in the number of dogs. So what happens that's to those right. dogs? They just chill out for, you know, a couple hours or what's the story? I know. We just talked about this the other day. I would love it if they were there watching us. <laughs> cheering you but on. Yeah, like cheering us on. But we'll yeah. only be gone for like two hours. So they'll just stay here. Yeah, they'll chill in the AC. Chill yeah. That's easy. Easy. Yeah. Um, and when you're in the water, right? So I, first of all, I, I have a little bit of a phobia. I don't mind swimming in a pool. I don't mind swimming in the ocean. Lakes are okay. Lakes are okay. But then pond is a whole mm. different situation, right? Yeah, yeah. I get it from you. And I'm not trying to freak anybody out because you guys have, you've been in all kinds of water, all different places, but are there like snapping turtles and like eels mm. and like water moccasins and shit like that in the pool in the pond like what kind of pond is this it's a great question there was snapping turtles in the pond we swam in yesterday yeah and so and i definitely out of all the things you just mentioned the snapping turtles um are the scariest they freak me out the most yeah because yeah. i just feel like they're, they're not as scared as the other things of us but when you think about it you're not near the the bottom of the yeah the pond you're in the top i would say also okay that's well, first true. of all the answer your question I don't know. I don't know yeah. what's in this pond. Um, second piece of that question, I have a feeling if there's 500 people going, everybody's going to get the fuck out of the way. That's oh, the my animals are going to freak out. They're going to go, like Amelia said, yeah. they're going to go right to the bottom center of the pond. And yeah, yeah I right. think that's right. Now, just because we'll be the last one. <laughs> yeah, we're going to let everyone 
so that is a strategy we have right now. It's kind of like, because the vision you have when everyone's going to swim is like, there's so many people running towards the water that it's like, gets really hectic. And I can't really even swim right now alone. So I can't even imagine swimming with like a hundred people around me. So we're going to kind of play it easy. Like let everyone else run in and then we're going to start swimming. I think that is so, so smart. That's I've heard just horror stories. People yeah. getting their goggles knocked off while yeah. they're swimming, getting kicked in the face. Like we don't need that for our no. first time. I can't. I can't actually. Do at the that. start of the whole thing, like no. I started laughing in the water at the at a, the lake yesterday, and I started almost drowning. Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't do that. So, Needless to say, on each training day, we do, like, something, and then we also get in the pool. We've been swimming yeah. That's been our big – you know, we went one day and just ran a 5K just to see if we could do it, and we were fine. And we do, we've do. we been doing the Peloton at the gym just to build our, like, muscles, but we're not going to have a problem, to your point, with the 15 yeah. miles. So we're just, like – we are doing those other things, but we are mostly swimming. swimming. Got it. And um, yeah. so let's go to September – Ninth day before, are you going to be utilizing the Michael Scart uh, carbo load method of getting your energy stores up? Where he totally, yes, we are. You guys know what that is, yep. right? Just for the people that don't know what it is, um, it's it's getting a huge plate of fettuccine Alfredo, yep. and uh, actually, he didn't eat it the night before. He ate it like an hour before the race. Him and Dwight. <laughs> We're not going to do the cheese part. Okay. The cheese part. That's smart. Yeah, but That's I'll smart. probably have a bowl of pasta the night before, yeah. I had a buddy who uh, is an ultra marathoner. He used to live in Mexico. And he would do like 150, 200-mile races. Wow. And he said the best thing to, to eat or consume, I should say, the night before was like two or three beers, like heavy beers, because it doesn't weigh you down. Your body doesn't have a hard time digesting it, but there's a lot of carbs. There's a huh. lot of other stuff. And so he would always, he wouldn't get wasted, but he would like two or three beers the night before a race. And it said it made all the difference because if you have a ton of food wow. in your system, it's not going to help that you run 150 great. miles. Well, I'm, I'm in for that one. Yeah. That's a great, honestly, I, I take back my answer. I'm probably not going to do the pasta thing. Pasta makes me tired. Yeah. So I probably won't do the positive thing, but I will do a lot of like fruit smoothies the day before. Yes, yes, yes. That's a good uh, idea. Honestly, Amelia's my my nutritionist, so whatever she says to do, I'm going to do. Plus, then we'll have two beers. Yeah, and then we're going to have two beers. Smart, <laughs> smart. Now, do you guys have yeah. nose clips? Ooh, no, we don't yet. I've been reading. So there's like competing. You know, some people like to breathe out through their nose as they're moving their head out of the oh, water to breathe. Okay. Um, I don't know, man. You know, it's like, because when we're in the middle of it, like breathing in water is the absolute worst. So I've definitely been thinking about it. Amelia has a swim cap because her hair is obviously longer and gets tough. And we, and we both have uh, goggles, but we don't have nose clips yet. We probably will do earplugs because we both have ear trouble sometimes. Yeah. That was my next question was earplugs because water yeah. in the ears to me is like the worst feeling. Oh, oh the worst. You can never get it out. Off one foot. Yeah. Never. No. no. Nope. Um, okay, so uh, what's the best, in your opinion, in your professional opinion, what's the best brand of juice for serious and professional triathletes? Oh, oh, everyday Boost. Everyday Boost. Okay, that's interesting. I like that. That's good to know. Yep. So anybody in the audience listening at home, if you want to get into triathlon uh, participation, 
uh, a good place to start is um, having a bike and then yeah. everyday boost. And, speaking, and then everyday boost. And then every boost. Are you guys going to – do you have to wear helmets? Is that part of the – is it a stipulation? Do you have to wear it? Or? Uh, yeah. It probably is, yeah. yeah. We will wear them. Yeah. Way. And you have get them? The stickers on there. No, we don't have any helmets. No, okay. no helmets, but we, we'll get them. Well, we, we, we figured we'd get bikes. <laughs> yeah, we don't right. have really anything. But, <laughs> right, that's a good That's a good. Bikes first, then we can yeah. get the helmets. Yeah. And we, then we got to get a custom outfit. So. Yeah, we were thinking that we would we would get some outfits with that that really represented our sponsor, though. Yeah, we want to throw it up for everyday boost for sure. Well, see, it's funny. That's that's one of my questions here. I was going to ask if the team had had uniforms. So, what are you guys picturing? You picturing like uh, a couple of stickers on a t shirt? Like, what what do the uniforms look like? Oh no, it's picturing like a full on like yellow jumpsuit. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, how about this? What if what if instead, what if you know, um, Grammy Bammy's got that banana costume? What if you just got a big like lemon? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I also trying to swim like in that. a lemon costume. Okay, wait. Okay, I have been trying to figure out how I can sneak like floaties into my bathing suit. Oh my god! Don't yeah. put this on the air. That yeah, was my next question. I have been trying to figure out how to sneak it. Obviously, it's not going to happen, but I have came up with a few ideas. Well, let's hear them. Well, I would just cut like a noodle, yeah, like uh, in half. Yep, I'm and I would so line far. it, so it would look like I'm just chubby. Okay, I'm picturing that but it's guy. Actually I got too much fucking shit on. <laughs> all, all I can picture. I got too much fucking shit on me. I got too much I'm gonna rip my I fucking head breathe. off. You can breathe. I'm gonna rip my you. fucking head off. <laughs> um, so, have you guys ever seen the movie Breaking Away? No. No. Okay. So it's kind of one of those. I wouldn't call it a B movie. It's from like uh, late '70s, and it was about these four kids from Indianapolis that didn't go to college. And one of them was like a really good biker. Um, and look it up. It was like a pretty popular movie back then. Okay. Um, and this guy was just dreaming of being a biker. And he had all these aspirations of becoming. And he pretended to be Italian for a while. And he picked up this girl. And then she found out he wasn't Italian. And it was a big thing. But um, And him and his four <laughs> friends entered this race that happens. It's like this big deal. Not as big of a deal as the Pumpkin Man, but a pretty big deal. And they trained and trained and trained, and I'm not going to give it away what happens at the end, but uh, you should watch it. And he ended up meeting his heroes, uh, the Italians that are bike racing, because bike racing is, is big in Italy, apparently. And they were total jerks to him, and they, like, stuck a, um, a tire pump, like one of those pumps, in his spokes and made him wipe out. Um, oh, so, oh. Yeah. so um not really sure why I asked that question other than it had to do with biking, but uh, go see. Like it's gonna be, no, gonna be inspiration no, definitely for, uh, watch that. Go yeah, see Breaking watch Away. In the next okay, month. we'll it's all mental. We got to get it. We got to get in the right mindset here. Serious question. Now, how do you guys respond to the recent allegations of doping that have been brought forward against your team? Oh, that is. <laughs> my lawyer told me to not talk about it. Yeah, we're no comment on that, but all I'll say is. Anything to get the edge. Well, I mean, that's what Lance Armstrong thought. And then, you know, his entire reputation has been sullied. Um, yeah, where was, is he now? I watched the documentary about him once. Actually, He's I talked a lot about it. Yeah, well, the guy beat, like, testicular cancer and then 
won the Tour de France after and then got doping charges. Oh. Fucking animal. Yeah. I mean, but the th- I, I saw that same one, Matt. And it was it was actually a really good documentary, and and one of the takeaways for me was that, in one way, shape, or form, all of those athletes are doing some kind of augmentation. To- That's it. That's hundred percent. That's hundred percent happening to their body. Yep. Um, he just yep. happened totally. to because he won. They were like, obviously, look at the guy that won, and he was he wasn't just winning, and he wasn't just winning after cancer. He was destroying people on like the hardest yeah. part, like the Alpine yeah. hills. He was just flying past everybody um yep. so jury's out um okay is it, the it would be go ahead it would be amazing to be so good at your sport uh that like and have it be and be competing at the very edge of the best of the best that something like that would make the difference right mm-hmm. like you guys you guys are just so good we're talking about i mean i think about sprinters and stuff too like 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 doping to get that like hundredth of a second right or something like that when things are decided by that small of a margin it just must be such a such a trip to be competing at that level yeah no absolutely um i think even on, you, you guys are going to get a huge high just from finishing like it's going to be i think so. oh totally yeah it's going to be cool. really cool um okay close family close family friend and a uh, long-time triathlete, Pamela Benedetto, yeah. um, has told us that it will be the best feeling of our entire life. So we're excited. Yep. That's setting the bar kind of high. It does set the bar kind of totally. high. But that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's hope she's right. Um, yeah. yeah. So we're Amen. almost exactly one month away. Does your training change from this point to the yeah. time? The, okay. Oh, yeah. What happens? What's okay. different? Well, it's pretty much five days a week now. Whoa. Um, and then it's going to be a lot of like intense double workouts. So like a 5k with a swim where we don't stop or, or a 10k with a swim we don't stop or stop. Or, and then a really long bike ride longer than the one we'd have to do with a swim that we don't stop. And then try and combine all those things together, strength training, a lot of stretching, that's interesting. <laughs> that's, what that's what I see. That's what I see. I think that's highly unlikely. No, that has to happen. When we're finished and we have a podcast and we talk about it, we're going to go back and you're going to play this clip and I'm going to say, yep, I was right. That's that 100% going to happen. And I think that stringing together a couple of like doing a run and a swim or a bike and a swim or a bike and a run or whatever, I think that's smart. Um are you going to taper it down, though? In other words, you don't want to go into the 10th of September burnt or tired or exhausted. You want to have, you want to be fresh, right? So the day or two before, like the 8th and the 9th, are those going to be like recovery days so that when you go out on the 10th, you've got every bit of juice in the battery? Or, or what's the strategy there? Yeah, so uh, it's even like four days. Four days before? That's what I was told. Okay. And that, and even when I ran the half marathon, I took a break. Like I would do like you would do like very small activity. Like but you took like a week break before a half. Okay. And I would like you do like a three mile run. And I remember when I was doing the half and I did <laughs> it was the week before and I did the three mile run and I couldn't finish it and I was like, I am gonna die. You did it though. Oh, I was totally fine because it was like that week you have to do almost nothing. And like that definitely was showing me that I couldn't do anything more that week because 
you got to save up all that energy. Amelia is a much more disciplined trainer than I am, for sure. Interesting. Well, that's teamwork, though. It's like, you know, you got to motivate each other to, to get out there and to, to make it happen. 100%. Sure. I, when I ran a half, I did 10 miles two days before, and it was the only time I ever did 10. <laughs> See, that was not. <laughs> that's I ran, awesome. I actually looked at my Nike running app. When I trained for a half, I ran 10 times to train. And two of them were seven and one was 10 and it was two days. Okay, that was very opposite of the way I trained. <laughs> that is you, well, you did much better than I did. Yeah, I did. You did much better than I did in the house. Now, just yeah. out of curiosity, so, I mean, I think, uh, so this, this event has been going on for 16 years, which, Amelia, when you think about that, I mean, 16 years ago, so we were in South Berwick like the very first, the very first time that there was a oh, pumpkin. Oh, yeah. That's cool. So, yeah. which is weird to think about, but do you? I looked it up, so I do know this answer. But I'm wondering if you guys know. Do you know what the record is? Wow! Ooh. I have no idea. No. no. Let's wait. Let's take it. Okay, wait, wait. wait. For it. for like a full triathlon. Well, for the for the sprint. Well, yeah, for the pumpkin man. What's what's the record yeah. for the pumpkin man? Yep. And I'm assuming the pumpkin man's always been the same parameters like they don't you can't change the distances every year that's no fun right it's got to be the same measuring stick so, so yeah yeah so let's go with the uh, assumption that it is but the sprint sure the sprint right? yeah. yeah the harder yeah. of the the harder of the two yeah the harder the of sprint. the two yeah um two hours oh no i think it's less than that okay, I, I would guess um I'm gonna guess an I'm gonna guess an hour forty five. Whoa. So I you you guys can do your own research to see if I've got this wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's two hours and thirty minutes. Oh, okay. Wow. But if you think that's about that though, that. that's pretty good because a five K, right? So what's a five K? That's only three miles. So people that are flying thirty minutes. Okay, there yeah, you go. You're doing better than thirty. Yeah, this is why I think it's like that's a triathlon, though, because even if I was doing so, let's say I do a slow 5K, that's yeah. 30. I do a slow ish 15 miles, that's an hour and 30, that's two hours ish. And then a slow ish swim, that's like 30 minutes. That's much closer. That can't be the record for the sprint. That has to be the record for the actual triathlon, which is fucking insane. Yeah, there, I think Pumpkin Men might have an actual. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, no, they have a full triathlon. That's what I kept saying. Yeah. Oh, okay. so I, I didn't realize that. I thought that, oh, okay, so there is a, in inside the right. Pumpkin Man universe, there is a yeah. regular triathlon and a sprint. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's for, the, that's for the regular, which is actually crazy. I know. I want to find so out. that's a half marathon. Is it a half marathon? Or a 10K. I bet it's a half. It's either a 10K or a half marathon, a mile swim. And yes, I feel like forty miles on a bike or something crazy like yes, that. Yes, that is yes. super, super fast. That is so fast. Okay, who was it? Uh, it's um, no one that I knew, but you know who who's on the list is. Um, I don't want to say his last name, but I know who it is. I know who it is. Initials MB. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I, and I think he, that's pretty impressive because he was like top ten overall last year, and I think he's like. 22 21 which wow. i guess is oh, that's the prime year oh. i guess i don't know what you're talking about okay um you will say it off air that's yeah. incredible though yeah um his dad used to be a 
basketball coach. He was a doctor. Um, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to dox anybody. Hmm. If wow. you know what I mean, um, that's but, incredibly impressive. Yeah, I that mean, so okay. Now you've cleared it all up for me. I, I didn't realize. So is the sprint version of the Pumpkin Man before the actual? Hmm. Have no idea. I don't know that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, okay. there are quite a few events. It's over two days, I think. Yeah. Um, there's just a standard run and things like that. And there might be a relay. There's a too. marathon, too. Is there a marathon? I think so. Yeah. There it's is a relay, quite a too, thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, tell you what, guys. I'm impressed. I mean, you guys never cease to amaze me. It doesn't matter if you're trying to take, you know, uh, 40 cubic inches of concrete out of your second floor bathroom. It doesn't matter <laughs> if you are dealing with the oh. fact that you don't have running water. It doesn't matter what it is. You guys tackle things head on, and you tackle them with a smile. And if having an extra dog isn't enough, you're like, you know what? Screw it. Let's throw a triathlon in the mix, too. So if nothing else, I am blown away and impressed by your ambition, your drive, your motivation. Um, I, I think that some of your tactics are um, novel. Um, but I'm not going to call them. I'm not going to call them mistakes because I think that ultimately results are going to speak for themselves. So before yep. we wrap, is there anything, any final words you'd like to say to the studio audience or the folks listening at home? Uh, why not do it? I got. I got. I got. <laughs> <laughs> that gonna, that should have been Nike's slogan. Instead of instead of just do it, it should have been why not do it. We put that on our t shirts. Why not do it? Everyday boots. Why not do it? Oh, okay, I you know what? That, that kind of actually has a good ring to it. Okay, yeah. what was yours, Matt? I got two things. One, come cheer us on. Well, I saw. Two, drink everyday boots. Woo! Yes. That is absolutely 100% right. And if you could see our audience here, you would be so impressed because now they're doing the wave for you. They've got big everyday boost. They've got the number three for triathlon. They are going absolutely Thank you. ape house for Thank you. Thank you. And I'm going to be there watching. I'll be in attendance. Uh, and then afterwards, at All some right. point when you guys have fully recovered and you've signed your next endorsement deal for your next triathlon um, we'll go over the results and see how you guys did, and we'll see. We'll we'll look back. We'll we'll do a retrospective on your whole yeah, training wait. plan and everything, and we'll see. You know, maybe next time what's going to be different. Everything's going to be the same. Who knows? Thanks for coming on the show, guys, and best of luck on September tenth. Thanks Woo! for having us. I'm Noah. Appreciate it. All right, have a good night.